Welcome back to the Roll the Credits podcast, where Rob and I have rolled the credits on another film. Rob, what film have you decided to share with me today? Today I've decided to share with William House of Fly Duggars. It's one of my favourite films of all time, and I know he's heard about it over over the years, and I thought, you know what, I we'll get him to watch that one and see what he thinks. Yeah, it's a, it's a film I've I've heard... I thought it's just always a film that you've you've heard. The name is out there. It's got a reputation of being a good film, but I've never have I seen it. Um, always sort of wanted to, but yeah, just never got round to it. Like all these films you're sharing with me. Um, so what? Yeah, what would you describe the plot of the film? Let's give people. Well, I'm assuming people have watched the film if they're listening. But what's the what's the general plot? Well, the the plot of the film is all about like love and deception. Really, it's about you know. You got three main characters, and it's like a, a love triangle. But in the midst of all of that, there's um, like a resistance movement against the general of the territory, and there's the whole like a conspiracy sort of like to to bring the general out of hiding. There's lots of things going on, but the the, the core of the experience is definitely a love story. Yeah, I was massively surprised when I watched this film, and I, I love that I could watch films with you, Rob, because a lot of people find it difficult. But you, you don't give anything away. You don't ruin anything unless I already know it through just external factors. Uh, of the world. Uh, because, like for me, when I, when I'm watching something with someone that I've already seen, and I know there's like holy shit moments in it or something like that, I get enjoyment out of watching them have the same realization <laughs> that I did, and it's just like I can. It, it in a way it's even better for me to have already seen it yeah because then i could just stand back and like watch the realization <laughs> happen yeah but it's not even like the big plot twists or anything like that just like this film i said house of flying daggers the name alone is just like a, a top end martial arts action thrill film and that's what i thought it was that's all i've known it to be and you get into this and you you get the setting and it's building up and you know there's a re- there's an underground rebellion with the House of Fly Daggers. You think it's going to be a rebellion war action film, and then you get into it and it's just it's just a love story. It's it's yeah. the, not, uh, the rebellion the 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 setting of the film is purely that the, the rebellion is a is a setting. The plot is a love story and. Uh, yeah, it did that incredibly well. I was expecting just to be watching action and the rebellion and an uprising, and it's yeah, just a love story. But I I, like uh, it's the perfect way to trick your grandfather into watching a love story. Well, yeah, because I mean, even like as a, a as a love story, it has just as many action films as you'd kind of expect in a normal action film. Yeah, like it, it's a ridiculous number of action in there. Maybe more than another action film. Loads of fighting scenes, but never did it feel like while watching it that is what defined the film. The whole focus. I, was I the also love think story. like when you're watching it, a kind of all of the action scenes sort of flow like like a, a you. They don't feel forced. Like some action films, it's like fucking all. Like every five minutes, we're, we're throwing something at you, and it doesn't. Well, for me anyway, it, it it doesn't really have that like jarring nature to it. So the, all of the action sequences sort of happen in a in a nice flow. I find. Yeah, the the plot of the film I think is brilliant. The, the story and the plot is fantastic, but I did struggle with this film. I don't know what it is. I'd love the plot that existed, but 
something wasn't sitting right with me the whole way through, and I was really surprised. Uh, just if it, it felt almost another thing that you didn't give away is there was a there's a lot of fantasy in this film. There's a lot of yeah, I thought it was a traditional martial arts film. There's a lot well, of fantasy I, elements I, in I, it. I, I didn't know that you didn't know that going into it. To be fair, <laughs> I, I I thought considering that we talked about that in the same breath of like Crouching Tiger and a few other things, I I thought that you knew what that what what the Wuxia genre is, but. I've no. now I've now learned that you are a complete novice to it. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware at all. And at, at first, I, well, at first, even the bit now, I still really struggled with it because it it didn't feel natural to me. Like there was the martial arts, and you know, it looks the film looks beautiful. It's choreographed beautiful. There's great cinematic shots, and the, the story was so well done. And then these sort of fantasy points to it just were just there, and it didn't feel like it connected with the rest of the film too well for me. It, it's, it just felt a bit out of place, a little bit just like it was just sprinkled yeah. in on see, top. See, I, I, I know like your personality and how your mindset. So I, I can completely understand where you're coming from for you because you're the kind of person that needs to have like some sort of reasoning to things and like a bit of a logic to it. Whereas like, the Chinese fantasy sort of uh, genre is very much just like whimsical. Um, like it's it's like a giant showcase within the story, and I I, I can imagine that you were probably watching it like, what the fuck's going on? Like why are they doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's it's and it's not like I don't like fantasy. I think you're right. I just I, as long as if there's fantasy, I still like there to be a an understanding of why that that's there. Yeah, I've seen lots of fantasy films. I love fantasy films, but it just it just seemed that like that. You know, it's a good action scene. The story's really good, and all of a sudden, like when you're in the bamboo forest, and just all these knives come out of nowhere, like remote-controlled heat-seeking missiles, and they're flowing down like they're alive beings, and it's all a bit. Uh, yeah, I, don't, like, I think uh, the CGI doesn't help as well. I don't think see, the CGI is great. I know it's what 2003, but it just. Felt weird, and there's loads of moments like that where yeah, I, yeah, I, it just I didn't think, feel like it fitted too well for me. Uh, you say you you love fantasy and all that, and I definitely know that you do. But I think there's a difference in that when you're watching like a Western fantasy film, they, it, it it's it's sort of at pains to show you that it's a fantasy film, and you sort of know that it's fantasy going into it, whereas like this film, for example, is very understated, and it's sort of it takes a while for those fantasy elements to kick in. It doesn't. It's just not in your face. So, yeah, it's uh, as if you have you have it, a different it, expectation. It, but it's not even like it is a fantasy film. It's like such a small part of it. It's just just randomly here and there. There's just something a bit weird the way that you know they they're jumping around, they're floating around, and things can twist and turn and move in the air. Like it, it's it's like unexpected. Everything's so normal and in the bound 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 in the bound blah, 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 in the realms of the world that we know. Then all of a sudden, it just happens, and it's like, mm. wait, what the fuck? Why did that just happen? I just it like it just felt weird. And the first few times it happened, I went, that's a bit silly. But as the film went on, you sort of you know, I sort of got the idea. And as you're saying, it's the genre and the way of things, and it's not unique to this film. Like I, I sort of got used to it, but it just helped. It, it, it always sort of gave me a rough edge to connect it with the film, just because 
it was going really well, and then it had just this weird element to it that I didn't quite felt fit the rest of the film. Yeah, I think it's definitely controversial. A, I think it's definitely a, an element of you not having any experience of like these kind of films before. You know, like the the Wuxia genre is like it's an entire like own thing, and obviously it, it, there are like action films that have a sort of fantasy element in China, like much in the same way as um they are in America when you have like guys that could shoot like twenty thousand bullets and not reload and all that. In the like feudal like China sort of thing, like it's very much like the I think we we, we have talked about like how it's like a the a dance like the choreography is like a dance and it's all about like a spectacle mm. and, and, and an event and like showing like some like crazy like like sequences rather than like everything having like a reason to be to be what it is and i just mm-hmm. think like once you get your head around that and and going into like the next like, set of wuxia films that we watch i think you'll gain a better appreciation because you'll you'll go into it doing that like i i'm just going to be wowed like i'm there's going to be things yeah. that happen in this film that I, I'm not going to have any explanation for, but I'll just, just enjoy the moment sort of thing. Whereas this one, you needed to have that reasoning in your head. Yeah, I guess so. And that's the thing. Maybe after we, we journey a bit more into this little genre and see these films, and maybe we want to watch Hero down the line, we want to watch um, uh, Crouching Tiger, Like maybe my opinion will change as I journey through these types of films. And it'll Absolutely. be interesting to see if, after watching a few more, how I feel about this film then. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting because I still enjoyed the film. It just something rubbed me up the wrong way. But maybe, maybe I just need to open my eyes a bit more. Uh, yeah, now I understand it, that it's there in the first place, and that's the setting of these films. Mm. It's um, maybe my opinion would change. I don't know. Yeah, but, um, I definitely like. I wouldn't say like you need to open your eyes because I feel like that's sort of saying that you're ignorant i just think you need to relax your need for a reason of things <laughs> yeah i mean i don't sort of mean open my eyes i just sort of mean uh i, I just because i had no idea no i, I know it was saying, a part of the I, film yeah i feel like it under like it to, that that turn of phrase i think is um mm. t- doesn't suit you by your reaction to the film, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I yeah, it just yes, it just felt a bit weird because I wasn't expecting it, and everything else of the film is so normal. It feels like a normal br- film. Like there wasn't any other sort of fantasy. Like it wasn't fantasy to the people, or the the world, and the characters, and the way they talk and interact, and the story. It was just just dabbled it's like, here and it's there. Like, and I just it's thought, like... why is that there? But, it's just like a sprinkle on top, isn't it, really? Yeah, and it was just, and for me, like, like I, I can't stand coriander. It was like a bit of coriander that I, <laughs> just giving me that weird taste of mouth. Like, why have you put that in there? It was so nice. <laughs> and it's not that it was horrible. It just didn't seem to make sense. I don't know. But, yeah, as we said, maybe as I now understand the genre and see more of these films and develop with these films, I'll, I'll have a bit of a change because, because that, that's the problem. The film was so good. I feel the story was great. It's not. It's not maybe a unique story, but it. it but it was done brilliantly. Again, yeah, there's a rebellion and the bad people in control of the country, and there's you know trying to lure them out. But it was just so. 
good the story and the twists and turns in it. Like, some I was semi-expecting, some I wasn't, but they were so well done, and they weren't like a dramatised, oh, big reveal. It just happened. It was the story. It's what happened. Mm. Um, so, you know, like, at the start, when she's, you know, doing the, what's the name of the game? I've already forgotten the, the name echo, of the game. The Echo Game. The Echo Game. And, you know, it was ridiculous. Like, even if she's not blind, which obviously, that's the twist, but... Even having I mean, full sight, see, there's no see, way you're putting that, on that, that crap. That's like one was, of my favourite sequences in the film, but I know you said you hate Dunson, so I was like, oh, I really like this bit, but you hate Dunson. Oh, that's a, yeah, that, I, I, that's another thing people will learn about me. I just can't stand dance. I find it... I don't know, I just find dancing boring. Just like, I mean, like, I don't know. Waving about. I generally... Well, I couldn't give a shit but, about dancing, but I just think it's like, such a cool sequence. But the sequence is cool. I, I, I would. It was choreographed as a dance, but there's a game and a story to it going on. So I still enjoyed it. But it was at that moment where I was like, there's no way she's blind, and there's just a few elements in there that made me think she's not blind. At, even at that point, and I almost said to Rob as we were watching it, she's not blind, is she, Rob? She's she's not blind. But I thought I'm not. Well, um, yeah. Well, I mean, like the the people listening won't know, but we were watching it with my um my fiance. And she, it, it, she does a bit where she's running through the woods, and Liv says, "Like, I, it, Rob, this is one thing about this film. Oh, she can run through those woods, but she's mentally blind." And I'm just sitting here, like, "Well, if only you fucking knew." Yeah, I didn't want to say anything because I thought maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm being insensitive. I don't know. I don't. I just watch the film and see what happens. Uh, but yeah, so that twist I sort of was expected, but because I was like so focused on that the whole way through, I'm like, she's not blind. I was looking for cue clues to that that she's not, and there were a few. But then you get to the point where yeah, they get captured, and they're sitting there in front of the the house of blind daggers, um, and it's revealed that she's not blind. I was like, ah, I do it, great. But then they pull in the what's it, the captain Leo, yeah, and. And he's he's with them. Uh, I did. I don't know why I didn't expect it. I feel like it, it was it was just so well done as well. So casually dropped in. It was as if yeah yeah. It's just, it's just a twist yeah, of the story. It, it sort of takes you was, by surprise as much as it takes Jim by surprise. Yeah, and looking back now, there's a couple of hints to it, but it was so well done. Like I just thought, oh, it's great. And then not only that, you go outside and then he, she, he has the whole relationship with May that I wasn't expecting it. And then there's the twist and then you find out it's actually a love triangle. And then you think back to, you know, the meeting between Leo and Jin and, you know, he's saying, be careful with her and this and that. And that sort of whole conversation is yeah. the clues really, but I, you didn't know it at the time. I was more focused on yeah, where, the when blind he, When he's like, um, you know, you should be careful of her and stuff like that. And then you're, like, you're sitting thinking, like, how the fuck would he know any of this if he'd only just met her and all that? Yeah, but I, it didn't even cross my mind at the time for some reason. I thought, am I being stupid? No, it's I'm like so... you say, you, you sort of mind so preoccupied with all the other things going on. Yeah, especially, you know, with the, the troops sent by the general that he genuinely had to kill. Um, yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, things are taking a turn there. You know, has he gone yeah, that, too far that, now? And... and that must have been, like, where we are... Like off screen, <clears throat> he completely went out of his hands, so he had to kill just as much as Jin had to kill him. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it's be- like Leo, obviously, throughout the film, gets a little, yeah, and you see Major at the end. He's you could it's at the end, you realize it's happening, but he's bubbling under the surface, he's not Absolute, liking the relationship Jin yeah. and Bay are having, and 
and um, as he, you know, he proper comes out in the end, but you only realise at the end this, these things happening. But... Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, like, well, as you've just been talking, I'm thinking, obviously, like, throughout the film, May's, like, pretending to be blind and all that, right? But mm. I bet that must have been really awkward and hard for the actor to film, because in those scenes she has to, like, blankly stare at nothing, but also uh, put on a good acting display at the same time. And I, I, that, I was thinking... Like to to be able to do both things at once, like you you've got to have some but, sort of like. I feel like that played in a favour because I was watched it, and there's certain things she was doing that was making me think she, if she was acting it well, then I could tell she's not blind. But I mm. I don't think she was acting it well, being blind. But then, like I mean, she was doing well, but not perfect. There was like hints, which obviously it's difficult, it's impossible to imagine. Well, like, like I say, like. But it played in her favour because she, mm. she, she wasn't actually blind. So not being one hundred percent perfect is right. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like I, I'm not saying like she, she, she did like a, an amazing job or anything like that. I think it was an I adequate think she job. She did a good job, but it's yeah. just impossible to. I just think um, to actually like do that acting role must be really like kind of demanding in a way because you, you, you have to like focused on different things but you're also like trying to act out this love story like and do all the like the romantic scene but you can't actually look at him but i'll walk away it, it i can imagine that being quite hard to do mm, yeah oh no yeah she, she did a good job with that yeah yeah definitely but uh, um, you, you had an issue with the depth of the the characters didn't you well it, it, i just felt like the plot of the story Top draw quality. That's the problem I had with this film. Some things I thought were excellent, ten out of tens, and other things I felt were like five out of tens. And there was a that's another reason why I felt hard to collect the film because so many things were done brilliantly, and then some things just felt weird. And the characters were, I, I feel, the, the characters general just lacked depth. There wasn't really anything to them other than the story that was happening. The story was great, but the characters themselves were just, I don't know, depthless. There wasn't anything to them. And, and yeah, like... see, I, 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 could, I could agree with you on Jin not really having much depth because he's just he starts off the film as being the playboy type in the in the brothel, and yeah. for for a, for a good portion of the film, he really is still that playful type. It's only really towards like the until like the final third of the film where like he starts becoming like more of a caring figure to to May and like less of a jokester and whatnot and more of like a I've got to get shit done sort of thing. And yeah. so so I can kinda of, uh, I see what you're saying with him, but I personally think that that Leo has like has depth to the character that isn't massively stated. Like those conversations where like he he talks about how he's been undercover for like three years and all he's done is think about her and and you 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 know that they them two have like a, a relationship and he's always longed for her and mm. it's not I, I'm not saying it's the most brilliant depth that you could have to a character but I think there is some depth to his character more than the other two for sure more than the other two but I still just felt it was a bit weird I think it's just the fact the characters I felt. I don't know the best way to put it, but they're almost childish. It all felt a bit maybe that, like teenage uh, yeah. high school romances. Uh, yeah, and, and and I think that 
it, I think it is written to be that way, but I can understand why it doesn't connect with you as much as probably yeah. it could. Well, do. it's just yeah, the serious of the story, the rebellion, and like, and understand well with the twist and twist. I think because you don't know the twist as well coming up, it was a bit weird. Where you think he's trying to try to you know, start a relationship, make him open up so they can lure out in the end the leader of the the daggers. And then you th- and I'm thinking, well, she's she's getting on this quick, and you know they're just they're f- falling in love in quotation marks really quickly. It just felt so yeah, high school. Well, uh, like, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, people do fall in love at first sight. Obviously, she did <laughs> sort of first smell, I suppose, but. Um... <laughs> well, she's not blind, so <laughs> I guess it was first time to smell. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know what like uh, would it be for like, first by hearing with the person. It's so vain, I don't... Rob. God, you base everything on smell. You nothing to do with personality. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 I don't know. Like, um, uh, you, like, you say the the plot is like so good and so strong, but I kind of feel like the. The char- if the characters have no depth, then the plot wouldn't have any depth to it to to be as strong as you say it is. So uh, I feel like it comes back to what you're saying about like you're conflicted on every aspect of the film. Is that, yeah. I, I feel, feel like you can't have one without the other, generally. Like uh, I can't really think of many yeah, films I where you... I can generally say the plot's really good, but the characters aren't good. Like, I don't know. I've never, I've never thought of a film for a thing being able to say that personally. I know that's why it's weird, and I'm sure people are going to be listening to sick of this guy. That's not what he's talking about. He's a fucking idiot. But I don't know. They just seemed plain and high schooly and ridiculous. But what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. But it's just the way the twists and turns were done, and and the things that happened between the start and the end, leading up to each twist. Like the the, the sequences are great. The story, like. The, the, just and the journey's great. It's just the characters themselves. I thought were just a bit plain. Um, I don't know. It's something. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But it was. They just felt a bit empty in a way. Um, yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's possibly a byproduct of the way the film's designed. In that, it's sort of a love story within like the whole like yeah deception type thing like like like, like, there's not a lot of build up to uh, quite a few of the 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 stuff like at the start of the film it just sort of throws you in whereas i think maybe Mm. for you if you'd have had maybe like an extra half an hour before we got to the brothel point where each of the characters were established you probably might have like appreciated the characters like depth more but i also think probably will ruin the whole nature of the film yeah but then i feel like second viewing maybe i would get more out of it as well because you know once you realize the twist of you know first of all she's not blind and second of all that her and leo has this you know quite a deep relationship that's happened like they've, they've been in you know in a relationship for yeah. years and been apart and so like that scene where they're doing the the echo game dance i've forgotten the name yeah. again and he's yeah, laughing yeah. and giggling and she's got a smile on her face and it's all amazing how's this blind girl doing this and you realize it, on first viewing you're not having the same you're not laughing and smiling for the same reasons they are they know each other they know she can see they 
Yeah, they uh, yeah it, that that's so well done. And maybe if I watch it again, I'll see so much more that I missed because oh, I didn't realize point. the twist that come ahead. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, I've been watching it for twenty years, so I got, I'm coming mm. at it from a totally different viewpoint from you. Yeah, like while watching it, I just thought it's just so bland and it's so empty. But there are hints on the way through that sort of show uh, that that maybe if I do all the twists from the start, it's better. So yeah, I feel like I need to give. If I watch it twice, I might get more out of it for that aspect. But um, uh, moving on but, to uh, but, go on. Well, no, I, was, I want to bring this up, and it might be me. It might be a cultural thing. Um, but I think the thing that didn't help the cultural bit was the love story bit. Yeah, you know, when they when they're getting down and they're kissing, and they're, oh, it's meant to get romantic. I just uh. it just kept pulling me out the immersion. I know you know what I'm going to say because I brought it up in the film. What was going on? Like, they, why can't anyone in this film kiss? And uh, maybe I'm weird. Maybe I've been doing it wrong my whole life. But to me, it felt like that they've just had injections in their mouth at the dentist, so they lose all feeling in it. And then they try to kiss each other, and it's it's like watching old people with their false teeth taken out trying to kiss, but they can't quite feel their mouths, and they didn't know where to go. And, it's, the, and like, uh, he's doing uh, it at first, but then she. Uh, tries I was to kiss thinking him later. about this. I was thinking about this, and based on what from when you said it, and I can't. So I, I can't remember at this point, but. I think she kisses him first in like in the the, the proper sense of like the moment. And I wonder yeah. because at that point it, but yeah, but it, it, at that point she is still pretending to be blind. So Yeah. Is is she <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so is, she genuinely can't find his <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, 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 you know what? It could be a, it could be a small, offensive. it could be a small <laughs> detail. You don't know. You don't know. No, because that's the thing. She starts off first, and then they eventually stop. But it's all weird. But then there's a moment where he's trying to kiss her. Maybe he's, he's copying what it. she's doing. Oh right, you don't want her to feel bad. So she thought, <laughs> oh, I'll just pretend it's right. I, 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 I will admit that it, it, that the. <laughs> Kissing technique, shall we say, is um, <laughs> a bit a bit juvenile, a bit sixteen-year-old. I, I don't think even sixteen-year-olds be that bad. I feel like you'll be, be better, but even later when well, they I don't know when, 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 when I watch it, weird. I just I just it made me feel like as if like a, a like you said, fucking willing in between us. Where yeah, yeah he's, he has it's no experience with with, with, a, with a woman, so yeah. it's just like. But I mean, the, to be fair, there is a, so. there is actually no backstory to say that they've had experience with a woman. So I mean, you, you could go down that well, route. He, but, does. he says he says he's a bit of a ladies man. Well, he? yeah, he I mean, I could say I was a fucking ladies man when I was ten years old. What? That's a bit weird. I think you might want to reword that. <laughs> oh, no. A ladies man when you were 10 years old. I'm sitting there on my Game Boy playing Pokemon. Mate. I mean, well, I, well, I, mean, I, mean I, I was I was saying not the, 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 the girls I was, but, you know, each to their own. But, yeah, um, a, 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 anyone could have, like, could, could make up that shit. But I will level with you that it's... It's probably one of the weirder aspects of the film, but we did discuss that maybe it was a cultural thing, and we yeah, are maybe fully aware of it. There's a cultural thing missing, maybe I'm being sensitive, and there's something I don't know. 
But it's again, it's like the CGI bits, uh, the, not the CGI bits, some of the fantasy bits that just appeared out of nowhere. They just, for me, felt a little bit out of place at first. And then the kissing just felt weird. So, like, at, at various points throughout the film, sprinkled out sporadically, it's just things that's a bit weird. And it just sort of pulled me out of the immersion. So, I think that on top of some of the weird fantasy bits and then some of the CGI didn't really look great. And I know it's 20 years ago, but. I think I think I think you may have some rose tinted glasses on just like CGI from twenty years Maybe. ago. Because yes, we like stuff like the Matrix and whatnot. It like still looks I mean, good that, yeah. to this day. I know they had but bigger budgets and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like but, I mean the, the CGI in but, this is very much a side thing. But I think because the the CGI was used for the fantasy elements and the fantasy elements in their own were a bit weird for me. It it just amplified it for me. Like it I wasn't think, CGI yeah. used for things that also, weren't for me. Like, if if you go about twenty years ago, uh, I think like the general budget for like a Chinese film was much, yeah, it's much lower. Hollywood it was much level. Yeah. Even like compared to Chinese films now, I think it was very much like in a in a similar way to Japan, Japan at the same time was was just being allowed to sort of flex its muscle like within Japan itself, like the industry. And I think yeah. China was the same, so like you have to sort of judge it in the context of that, but for me, it, do, I, I, it doesn't impact me at all as it is while watching the film. Well, I think it's because it was already being used for the bits I felt were a bit out of a place and didn't intertwine with the the everything else in the film being sort of normal and set in the real world. That it sort of just amplified the weirdness of the fantasy yeah, stuff that I wasn't um, Yeah, I mean, I know you you, you really hated the, the, the falling snow. The... Oh, yeah, I mean, I understand. You know, if it looks good, I can see it being really cool, how it shifts and turns, but it just looks so bad. And maybe you were saying that, you know, it's the start of Blu-ray technology and it could have been a really bad disc. The transfer, and yeah, stuff, like, but it, it just it, looks it's... so bad. There's meant to be this big epic fight at the end, and and I'm like, fuck it, that's not as bad. I mean, that I'm I'm pretty sure that it's real. Like the the actual snow, maybe not the 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 CGI no. like falling bits, but I'm I'm fairly certain that the um the actual snow bit when it transitions, I'm sure it's fucking real. I don't know, like the the, the... It's not hard to get fake snow in. No, but I, I, I don't know. Like for me, it, it doesn't look like fake snow, but you say it does. Uh, so I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. But I, we we did have a little bit of a discussion about this, where there are some murmurings over the years that, like, like crew have said that when they were filming it, like the, the snow was accidental and it did actually just all transition that way. During there's when no way snow, like it goes from that to full on snow blizzard at that time. Yeah, but if the film the colors the, of the autumn the forest, filming multiple takes, though. yeah, like if say they were filming for like a for like six hours of shooting like different like choreographed techniques and stuff like that, the probably you you wouldn't notice it in the edit of the film, obviously, but. It, it, they they obviously transitioned it it to, to sort of make it a one big like spectacle, but uh, mm. apparently it was like falling down quite heavy on that on that day of shooting. Like, supposedly, yeah, anyway. interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to 
to know, but it just felt maybe it happened, and they thought, "Oh, that's good." And yeah, it's any of the uh, invested. any of the Duggars crew end up watching this, you know, just let us know. Well, wait a minute, I decided to just Google this, and something just popped up. Then what did that say? I'm trying to find it now. Apparently, it snowed so early in October that it caught the filmmakers by surprise, and they had already started filming. They decided to change the script of the movie so it would appear as almost as if this epic battle began during the fall and ended during the winter. And, yeah, I think it's, okay. really, it's a really fucking cool. So sequence. there was some real, yeah. I thought the idea of it was really cool, but it just didn't look great. So there was some real snow, but I still think, oh well, it's you're very still yours, 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 CGI in it. Yeah, you were still... Yeah, again, it was another one of those little things where in the moment where I just got pulled out of the immersion and the epicness of that moment, and it just... Just, yeah, I thought, oh, God, that's bad. And just so I noticeably saw it, I wouldn't say the film's crap because of the snow, of course. It's just, yeah, this, we were just talking about CGI, and uh, it was just a weird bit of snow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's fair enough. I know uh, you you thought some of the... Um... The action sequences didn't look quite genuine as well. Well, I said at first, yeah, because I was expecting this big martial arts action film, and then all of the action scenes at the moment just felt like even watching it more of a dance than than action. Like you could always tell it too much that it wasn't genuine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying it should be anything like like a job whip, but when you know in those action sequences, like it's full on action and fighting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not like brutal weird. action, and this is like. But then, yeah, it just sort of felt a bit too much and felt like a dance. And and I think again, sprinkled in with a few of the other things I've said, just pulled me out of the immersion because it didn't feel for a, for a good portion of the film. It all is fake, though, isn't it? Like even when yeah, again, that's the another twist. Yeah, that that yeah, he's not trying to kill him at that point. But I don't know, even later on, it felt a bit weird. Yeah, and he shoots those four arrows at the four around the girl, May, uh, all at different times, and somehow they all meet up on uh, travel and hit their targets all at the same time. That was that's, a bit weird. That, yeah, I mean, that, that's, again, another that's moment, a sprinkled moment of that was a bit weird. But again, I know it's the fantasy thing, and you know, I just hadn't got round to it because I wasn't expecting fantasy. I think that might have been one of the first hints of the fantasy. Yeah, at that definitely, point. Yeah. definitely. But there yeah. were some moments that were done that were really cool, like when they were in the bamboo forest and all the troops and. I'm in the bamboo and they're all jumping along the bamboo and flying across and they're chasing them down. Yeah, you know, it looks cool. It looks spectacular. Yeah, you know, like spectacular. And it wasn't too fantasy when that was my happening. But yeah, there were still some really good moments. But it just it struggled to sit right with me on this first viewing of the film. See, one of the things that I like about this film, like more than anything, but we. You you completely disagree with me on this. Is I mm-hmm. I think that this film is all about perceived power dynamics. Where I I would say that for a majority of the film, if not like the entirety of the film, either Leo or Jin think they have control over May at different points. But in reality, I would say for like even at the end when she like she has full control over what's happening in that final moment. Uh, like she is always in control, but you you don't believe that Jin has any sort of notion of control over her, do you? No, like, like I don't feel like he feels like he's got power over her at all. I I don't feel like any of them did really. Yeah, the first scene in the brothel, yeah, he's putting on an act there. It's he it's not him genuinely having power over her. He's that is part of the plan to get arrested to trigger the next series of events. 
Uh, so yeah, that wasn't really a power dynamic. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I no, no. Then that, that 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 bit at the beginning when he's in the brothel, he's genuinely just an arsehole in that scene. They only actually talk well, about... Well, he's acting, isn't it? He's, no, 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 um, no, no, he's no, no, technically... no, no. Because they don't start talking about the plan until she's in the prison. No, they were talking before they went, didn't they? They were talking before they went and that there's a you know, there's a girl there and they wanted to find out more information yeah, about but, her and go and see it. But, and he was but, like, but, well, but, you know me, I'm a player. But, and they but, wanted but, to... but, but when she's in the prison, that's when they actually, like, I've got an idea sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like... But he's not going there to have a good time and to, uh, uh, you know, know, like he was trying to rape her. It was all all part of the plan in that moment to get her out. I I don't know. Maybe I need to revisit that bit because... Uh, I would... uh, I I, I would dispute... (laughs) The uh, like the whole thing about Jin not having any sort of idea because when like when he first like rescues her or whatever, like of like he obviously has a thing he believes he has power over the situation because when he has the meeting with Leo, Leo is like, "You need to be careful." Like she's cunning. Like you, you, you and he's like, "Don't worry, I, I've got it all under control." Like. He, he believes that he's a, he's got the upper hand in the whole situation, but the reality is, is that she's tricking him all along, but he doesn't know that. So, like, she uses his yeah, but I don't perception. think he feels like he's got power over her, or he's tried to assert power over her. I think he's just trying to, and at that point, yeah, he, he's getting some actual interest in May as well. He's just trying to push Leo back down. I feel that's more of a trying to. If anything, not that it is, it's trying to be more assertive to Leo rather than yeah, he thinks I, he is. I, if, in a if I concede that, oh, that maybe like there is a different side to to Jin that I have not seen. Definitely, Leo is like throughout the entire film is trying to control everyone by like, to to do what he wants, and it's even why he he obviously forces. Like his thoughts on May when they do that initial meeting, and then yeah. she remembers that when she's having the whole like ha- ha- having fun time in 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 the for- in the in the field, yeah. and she's like crying because she has this like sense of loyalty to him, but he's sort of like abusively like in- inputs that like ideal onto her. He's like you know you'll like him, but you know, I've done everything for you sort of thing. Like he he's very much like a, the abusive like relationship type. Yeah, it sort of was, but he was also sort of right. It's like he loves her, does want something bad to happen to her and if he, if she's gonna let this guy go or try to be with him, she's gonna get killed. She he he knows that. So it's almost yeah, if she falls down that road and falls, falls well, I mean, he's only going to get killed because she's going to fucking throws a finger at her. Yeah, well, it all builds up and builds up and gets a bit of out of control at that point. At that point, she's <laughs> yeah, out, he's furious, and yeah, I feel throughout the whole film, he's 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 oh yeah, he's you know, it's like a boiling kettle, and it, as he gets to the end, that's when the kettle blows and 
He's hit. It's just the way you describe and... it. Like, he got a bit out of control. He fucking threw a knife at the heart, basically. <laughs> Wait, I don't mean a bit out of control. I meant out of control. Okay, fair enough. But um, yeah, he, he lost it at the end there. But through everything building up, but I don't think, yeah, you know, earlier him didn't think he would be doing that later on. It, it as a sequence of events led him to that moment. Yeah, in the right that, way. Yeah, that that's fair. I'll I'll concede. Yeah, if you if you genuinely love someone and you've been with them for years and you've been separated, you finally get back and then through your own sort of plan, you're sort of losing her and she's falling in love with this other guy. Are they actually together? She's going to get like, killed for it. I, I know. Because I, yeah. I I got the vibe that like he'd protected her for like all of their like childhood life, sort of like that sort of vibe. But I always got the vibe that it was more she didn't fully reciprocate it. She just sort of she loved him for what he'd done for her and how he cared for her. But she didn't love him like she loves Jin. Whereas he thought her like he was all about her. Like that's the vibe I get. I don't think that I didn't get the vibe that they were like together and then he'd gone off for three years and whatnot. I that's I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. That that that. Yeah, that's because the problem it, I probably mean about the depth of character. Because it makes sense and stuff, that she would Because we don't cry. know too much about it, them. It would it would make sense that she cries in the in the field because she wants to leave, but she feels like she can't because she's like beholden to him for out of loyalty. But, but does she feel she's beholden to him out of loyalty, or is it because she knows secretly she's betraying him and doesn't? And she knows it's only going to end one way. Maybe she's falling in love, and she knows it can't work. Because he's think about she, to get I, killed I, and they get I, to the I, end. I think she was, but he, both of them in different ways, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. But then the crime in the field could have just been just knowing this see, can't work. Cause see, she's she's leading him down a bad path. See, you say there's not the much, end, she's going to have to kill him. You say there's not much depth to it, but you sort of... You create right, your the own story's great. The story's fantastic, but I, I just feel the characters don't have that much depth. And the persons, I feel like they're just living the story. But I don't know. I, I just feel like I might. think the story has loads of depth, but the characters themselves just felt a bit generic. Yeah, generic. But I, I think there's definitely something to them for us to be able to sit here and talk about for like twenty minutes. Yeah, but I think that's more the story that I'm talking about. Because again, I think the story's Fantastic. Ah, but, but this is where we'll disagree because I would say that the characters make the story in this. Oh no, I feel the story and the plot is is top notch, and I I don't like love a character. Like if I watch a show like Succession, the story's great, but I love the characters so much. Like that, they're fantastic, and there's so see, you know, I, I, see, I, 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 I completely like the opposite. Nothing, they're just, they're just. The pawns in the, in the, uh, in the story is the main opposite thing. With, with Succession. Uh, it's a fantastic show, but the only reason it's fantastic is the characters. The actual like, plot running through the show is as bog standard as it comes. It's the characters, for me, that actually make that show worthwhile. Uh, we're going to worry. We're going to see you're making me really want to come out and defend it, but I'm worried about turning this into a Succession pod. <laughs> But well, it's well, great. Well, well, if you haven't seen Succession, just 
be quiet for five seconds, like mute it or something, because you know the story you know, with the dad popping his clogs and stuff. The way it happens, and it's just so like in reality and bound in reality. And that you think the story's going one way, and they're trying to get their business and get the deal and competing with their dad, and all of a sudden, bang, he's gone. The whole dynamic changes. Then they're at the wake, and you can see the room. Moving I don't know, out their may, may, to the chessboard to how they get maybe I've just want. watched so many of those type of shows over the years that it's not as unique to me. Maybe maybe that's where I'm at. But it's still it, it, a great it, show. Again, it's characters. not always about being unique. It's about about how well it's done and how you deliver it. So, yeah, it's not. But yeah, if we get to get too far, we're going to have to just have a random TV episode and we talk about succession. So, okay, fair enough. So, so what yeah. did you like the most about this? Uh, well, that's it. The plot, the story. Uh, I just it was so well done, and the twists and turns that came up. Some I was kind of expecting, but they blinded me from the the, the twist. And when they came, they came fast. She wasn't blind. Okay, kind of was expecting that one. But then, you know, she was tricking him the whole time, was taking him, and then Leo comes in and he's captured. He's like, oh, no, you've been captured. He's like, oh, yeah, bang. It turns out he was against you along, and he was a spy, and then he goes out, and he's in a relationship with May, and they had a thing, and then you're thinking, oh, shit. So this is a, a triangle, love triangle. Oh, it's even more complicated. And then you think about the earlier scenes. And so it's all about the twist of the story, the way they delivered it and built built the story along and the, the twists weren't like look what we did we're so clever twist it was just that's the story that's what happened they're not trying to be like oh, look what we did we're so clever um ah oh, just love yeah, the, the story and direction and of course the music the soundtrack i think was beautiful some of the film the, the shots used in the film beautiful it's a beautiful setting you know i love you know, yeah, feudal yeah, asia it's beautiful, Japan in particular, China, but yeah, it's all beautiful. But yeah, the story in itself was great. What about you? Well, I mean, for, for me, I, I, love, um, I love the sequences in the film more than anything, really. Like, I feel like we talked about the, the Echo game, like, that's one of my favourite scenes in yeah. a film ever. And I also think like, the ending where like, we talked about where it goes from like autumn to winter or whatever and it, it just for me it, it's sad in a way because i feel like if someone was able to do proper work on that like in 4k that would probably go on like a top 10 of like fucking awesome scenes because it's just mm. like the way it, whether it was accidental or not like the way it comes across on cameras is so cool yeah that's it. I think it comes across well, but because it looked a bit iffy, I just and the CGI was iffy. I don't know. It just didn't somehow. Okay, no, you love this film, and I know you love this film. So I want you to tell me, just out of my own interest, what's the thing you dislike the most about the film? Like I feel oh, that that's the thing I mean... that interests me. Because you love this film, you you can't stop loving it, and you find it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I feel like I'm hurting one of your children when I say something I, I, I don't actually, like about it. I remember when this film came out, I, I didn't get to go to the cinema to see this, obviously, because it was like 2003, but I made my mum mm. go and buy it for me on DVD. So you can imagine, like, I, I've loved this film for 20 years. And, yeah. like, I find it really hard to, like, really settle on something that I could say that I completely dislike but I think 
Uh, the one criticism I'd make besides, obviously, you, you've highlighted the kissing thing now, so that's probably ruined the film for me now. Um, but, like, the one thing I really don't, I think, could be a lot better is the, uh, the the reveal of Leo as a member of the House of Flying Daggers. I feel, like it, I feel like it does come out of nowhere, but at the same time, as we've been talking... There are there are drops of like little bits, yeah. tidbits throughout the film that hint to it, but I think as like as a first time viewer, I feel like it it could be perceived as something that's like a twist just for the sake of it. But that's quite uh, yeah, that's funny because I find that I thought it was done brilliantly. I thought that was one of the that that's yeah. it was that that point onwards where I started. Going out of this film's, you know, I was on the fence. I, I can't, you know, do I like it? Do I not? And bouncing around in my head from that point onwards with the twist, and especially that one, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliantly well done. It, it was, you didn't, you don't need to be fed everything and like, oh, look how clever we are. Look at this twist we come up with. It was, yeah, it's just part of the story. And it, it was more, it, to me, it made it feel less like something that was scripted and more like something, it, it was just an actual story that happened. Almost, maybe, yeah. You're, you're, uh, I guess I, 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 could, I could also there. You're like, just rolling the dice. You're not in control. I could also bring you back, and you're going to be like, "What?" Well, <laughs> like the whole thing with Jin thinking he's in control, you know, like because he takes him by surprise because he, he has no expectation that Leo is going to turn on him, and he thinks yeah. that he's got everything sussed out. And then he he's taken by surprise, like in a, in a double hitter, really. There, this May comes yeah. out, and she's like, she's pouring the thing, and she can see. Then the next yeah. minute, Leo pops up, and I, I just feel like, it, possibly, like when I when you're watching it the first time, obviously you didn't, but I just feel like you you could maybe think like they've just sort of thrown that in there just to one up it a little bit, but they're all like we are like well. There are tidbits to it throughout the film, so maybe it's not as clear cut as that. But I, I do think that it's probably one of the more un- underdeveloped bits in the film. Yeah, so I think that was done brilliantly because again, I, I love the story. But yeah, it's just I know, and I know I'm, I'm forcing you to say something you dislike the most. You, you love it really, but if you had to pick something, yeah, it's that something be... that like when I'm watching the film, I I wouldn't pay any mind to really. But when I sit and think about it, maybe that would be a, a factor. Yeah, and I uh, feel yeah, seeing the film and thinking it through, watching it back, I really want to see if like watching uh, Hero and watching Crouching Tiger, if my views start to change and the things I didn't like this film that sort of didn't help me connect to it in the same way you did would uh, would totally change. And maybe after watching those films and being in it, I I, I have a different appreciation appreciation and love for it. So I'm really looking forward to now when we eventually watch Hero and we watch Crouching Tiger. That, See, um... the, the one I'm looking forward to is obviously we're going to watch Hero and Crouching Tiger, but I, I want us to watch um, Shadow, which came out in 2018, because I have yeah. not seen that one, and it's made by the guy who made Crouching Tiger and Hero. So like you're saying you want to go back and watch Hero, because that came out first, just to see the progression of the director. But yeah. I, I, I think it will be interesting for both of us to see how oh, 50, definitely. 15 years later, like, how does he approach it that, this time? 
Well, that's the thing. I, I, I will really want to watch Hero now, and I'm almost maybe a little bit gutted. Maybe it's for the best that I saw this one second, but I feel like maybe because Hero, again, I've not, I know just about as much about that film as this film before mm-hmm. watching it. But I feel like maybe because Hero was a massive success for him and put him on the map, and the, the things that people liked, he maybe tried to develop those more and maybe pushed it too far in this film with the fantasy stuff and I don't know, some of the bits that didn't sit right with me, maybe he pushed it a bit more and that's why it didn't work as well. Or maybe in Hero, it's subtle enough that it works. So that's why I want to see Hero to see if I see that in it. But yeah, I mean, watching it, Shadow it, it, would be great to see what he can do with modern tech yeah, that was and, and all that experience. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we could definitely got to get Shadow included. Okay, we need to watch Hero, watch Tiger, see how my views change, and then we've got to see Shadow. And I think see, watching, see it at the end. Yeah, I think watching Duggars first is probably like a best way to go about it, to be fair, because you're seeing like the middle one first and now you get to go back and watch Hero and, like you say, you'll watch Hero and think, like, and maybe he embellished a bit, like, in Daggers, and I much prefer this refined take. And then, who knows, we could watch Shadow, and it's fucking, like, nuts. Yeah. Like, he maybe he maybe. made too much for me. Maybe. But I, I feel like maybe with time, he would have developed his craft. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm also seeing here a film called To Live, that you did, the director, that's meant to be really good as well. Have you seen To Live? I haven't, but I'll have a look at that one. Yeah, well, I have a look at that as well. Apparently you directed that, and it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I, I, I just I, want I to see more of these films. Any, any Asian film, get it on. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. All right, well, we'll, we'll definitely have to stick that to on the list. IMDb. Let's have a peek at this. Yeah. I, I bet he's he's not involved in writing it like the others, but... So he's just a director, but apparently uh, it's, it's well rated. Raise a family and survive difficult cultural changes during the 1940s and 1970s. So it sounds like a completely different genre, which oh, could yeah. be interesting. And I obviously take it with a pinch of salt, but it's IMDb rating is much higher than the others. Quinty's personal favourite of the entries at the 94 Cannes Film Festival. Well, I mean, you know, if Clint... Says it's a good film. I mean, you've got to give, you got to give the money's due. I mean, he's ninety-five and he's making films still. He knows what he's about. Oh, there you go. Maybe we could both stick that oh, on the list yeah, at some that, point that, down that, the line. That'll be on the list for sure. That one. Nice to have some films on there where uh, we're both going in blind. Absolutely. And maybe, uh, maybe if they exist out there, I'll find a few films to show you at some point that you haven't <laughs> seen. If that's possible. Uh, well, I mean, I, I know there's one or two that we've got possibly down the line. Oh, that's, that's one I can't believe you haven't seen it. I can't wait for us to watch it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, on that note, uh, I think we've covered everything we want to cover here. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people out there thinking, this fucking idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. But I'm looking forward to the journey of watching Hero and watching Crouching Tiger and seeing how my views and thoughts change as I see more of these films and uh, yeah I'd love to revisit this film then and see and, and knowing the twists as well mm-hmm. seeing if my appreciation grows but yeah there's things that were a bit of hit you know some things that are a massive hit for me and some things that are a bit of a miss but I really enjoyed it still well on that note 
We'll see you in the next one. See you in the next one. Roll the credits.